0: In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about how to deal with unplanned YouTube opportunities. Just, you know, things to think about when these huge opportunities or small opportunities land in your lap. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I do wanna let you know that the questions that you hear answered on the show are pulled from the submission form on the CommentsOverCoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, head over to CommentsOverCoffee.com, put your question in the form there. And as long as it's not something that I've answered here on the show before, I will go ahead and get it in the queue. I also wanna let you know that this episode is brought to you by bestcreatortools.com. It's a website that I built to showcase all of the tools and resources that I use for my YouTube channel. And the reason that I built it is because I have people reaching out to me all the time asking me what to use for video editing on a computer, what to use for video editing on a phone, what to use for thumbnails, what screen recording software to use, what apps to use for this or that. So because of that, I made it easy where I can just send people to bestcreatortools.com. So if there's anything you need for your channel, head over there and I've probably got something listed for you Um, and it's all stuff that I either use myself or I've used it in the past and I know it's solid. And because of that, That's why it's on that website and that's why I recommend it. So to get to our question today, it comes from J-Rock Painted Rock Tutorials and J-Rock says, hey Nick, thank you so much for sharing your wealth of knowledge, I've learned so much. I was just recently contacted by a more established channel in my niche, three years old, 14,000 subscribers compared to my one year old and 733 subscribers. They asked if I would be interested in doing guest video posts on their channel. They're requesting multiple videos per month to upload to their channel and would give me a cut of their ad revenue on those videos. They would allow me to write the description and link to my channel and socials. I was stoked that she thinks that my content would be a good match for her audience and I was excited about the chance to get some more exposure to a wider audience. However, I'm a little cautious of the details of the arrangement. It almost seems like a proposition that fits better in the blog world. Any advice you have on how to navigate this or maybe a counter offer I could propose so that it remains a win-win would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. JRock's rocks Painted Rock Tutorials, thank you for submitting this question, I appreciate it. So when it comes to YouTube, with you being a YouTube content creator, for everybody listening to this, it's really important to know that there will be opportunities that that land in your lap from time to time, just because you have a YouTube channel, especially if you have a YouTube channel and you're getting some momentum and you start to get some attention to what it is that you're doing. Um, opportunities can really come out of the out of the woodwork. I know for me personally, I've had some really big opportunities, and I've also had some really small, really cool opportunities. Some opportunities I've taken, others I haven't. Um, I'll give you some examples, just so you can just have an idea of you know things that can pop up that were just not expected in any way, shape, or form. So um, the very first one is a small opportunity, but it's really unique and cool. So I was in LA for VidSummit, and VidSummit is a conference that happens every year in Los Angeles. It's for YouTube, or actually video content creators across platforms. It doesn't matter if you're a YouTuber, if you're into TikTok, Instagram. If you're doing video content, VidSummit shares Information about the business around creating content, and about the most current information that's out there from you know people doing case studies and you know testing things and experiments and all that. Um, it's you know all of that information gets shared. At VidSummit, and in addition to that, it's a great place to be able to network with just a high-level content creators because everybody's an open book there. That's what makes VidSummit amazing: is that the people that are there. Um, it doesn't matter if you have no subscribers and you're starting a channel, or if you have you know five million or ten million subscribers. People. That have five and ten million subscribers are still out in the lobbies talking to people with no subscribers or a hundred subscribers, you know, explaining to them how they got to a million and the things that they should be focused on and things like that. It's just incredible in terms of the amount of information that's shared there and the amount of high-level information there that can really, you know, help you move the needle. And just as a heads up, this is not a plug for VidSummit this is just letting you know that, you know, I was there for that. And since I mentioned it, I just wanted to let you know that it's an awesome conference. If you get the chance that you should go. Um, but this was not sponsored or anything like that. So just in transparency, I'm just letting you know, it's an awesome conference, <laughs> but, um, I was there for Vid Summit, and I had somebody that worked at, I think it was man's Chinese theater, um, in, uh, LA there in Hollywood. And they reached out to me and they're like, Hey, you know, I work here and, I just wanted to let you know that if you have time while you're here, because I saw that you're in LA, um, if you have time while you're here, I would love to hang out. And since I work here at Manns, I can let you in. You and a handful of friends, I can let you in, and you can watch a movie of your choice and just kind of hang out in there, and it it would be like a private screening of whatever it is that you wanna watch. So I unfortunately didn't take that opportunity because I was busy doing stuff around Bid Summit. Because the cool thing about Bid Summit as well is that in addition to the conference, like you're also busy just hanging out, talking to people and you know, you're just around all of these content creators that are super inspired and inspiring. So, you know, you want to get as much of that as you can. So I was doing that stuff um, instead of going over and, and watching a movie. But that opportunity that was really super unique, um, was, you know, presented to me. In addition to that, um, some other things that have popped up, you know, I've been a, a co-host of a podcast. Um, that was really cool. I got reached out to for that, you know, because of my YouTube channel. Um, I, I started speaking, you know, like for me, when I started my YouTube channel, I never had any intention whatsoever of speaking. I had never done any type of, you know, public stage speaking before anything like that. But you know, through this and through people that host some of these events, seeing you know my knowledge and seeing you know results on the back end, and um, also just, you know, hanging out my live streams and, you know, hearing the knowledge and just watching the results of my channel, all that stuff. Um, you know, they invited me to speak and share the things that I was doing and the things that I was finding with people that I was working with and all of that. And that gave me the opportunity to speak at Vid Summit a couple of times. Um, I spoke at Social Media Marketing World a couple of times, Video Marketing World, Nomad Summit, the Pioneer Summit, um, the SEO Summit in Chiang Mai, um, and a bunch of virtual summits and, you know, just a, a lot of speaking opportunities. And it's just been incredible. In addition to that, this one's really cool. I got taken to Armenia two times, two years in a row, to train a group of young Armenians about YouTube. And as part of that, I also got interviewed on one of their major media outlets over there, so that was really cool. Um, we talked about the impact and future of online video. Um, that was, that was the whole experience there was really surreal. Um, because of my YouTube channel, Tube buddy actually took um, myself and my brother to. Uh, we also went with Andrew Can um, also, but you know, there's a group of us went to uh, VidCon in Australia, which was also really cool that we got that opportunity. That I wouldn't have even you know probably went to Australia um, or had the opportunity to go there if it wasn't for that you know particular um, event and how all that came together. Um, in addition to that, I've been on podcasts with a lot of really cool people. I've had the opportunity. Um, I'm actually working on some stuff behind the scenes right now, building software tools. With people that I know because of YouTube, um, which I'll be announcing those as they roll out. I've had the opportunity to stream in front of thousands of people on other YouTube channels as well and Facebook groups and all of that. I've also been in a similar situation as you making content for other people. (laughs) So the difference between what it is that you're considering doing or what you're doing. And what it is that I'm doing is they were actually paying me upfront for the content that I made. And it was on a contract where I was making content for, you know, a certain amount of time and things like that. Um, so those are just to name a few of the things, you know, the cool opportunities that I've had personally. Um, but you know, of course, you know, others that I've worked with and YouTube friends, you know, like we've all you know, gotten really cool things that have happened to us, even things like, you know, TV appearances and all expense paid trips like I was talking about before, you know, things like that. So there's definitely a lot of cool opportunities that can come from just uploading content to YouTube on a regular basis and doing it the right way, you know, where you are building, you know, the brand around that channel and all of those types of things as well. Um, So if you're doing those things in your social, then of course, you know, opportunities will present themselves from time to time or all the time from your YouTube channel. But let's talk about the question just being more specific now, let's move into that. And um, the question, again, just to kind of recap, is about doing guest videos on a channel. So I just want to talk about the pros and cons, and of course, give you know some tips about that. So, the pros, of course is you're gonna get a cut of ad revenue. So in that situation, um, you would be increasing your income as long as the videos themselves did okay. Um, You're gonna get exposure on that channel as long as the audience is a good fit. Um, If not, then of course you wouldn't even wanna bother linking in the first place. Um, You'll nurture the relationship with that creator, which could also lead to additional opportunities with them or other stuff that they might have going on behind the scenes also. Those are just a few pros off the top of my head. Cons, of course, are the time that you're gonna take to put content on their channel, is going to take away from the content that you're putting on your channel. I know the thing that I ran into was at the time that I was making content for others, I was uploading, you know, two videos per week on my channel plus doing a live stream plus having to do a video per week, you know, on their channels as well. So it just added to the workload that I had to do all the time. So, you know, every video that I made for another channel is videos that I could have been making for my channel, you know, at that time. Um, however, through the content that I've made there, it, taught me a ton and it also like for empire flippers for example because I made content for them it taught me all about because I had to learn it in terms of in terms of being able to you know script out the videos and and all of that I had to learn the lingo around buying and selling websites online um, making content for empire flippers and I had to you know basically teach myself and learn through interactions with them about the world of, you know, flipping websites, which is pretty cool. Um, In addition to that, I've made content for a company called Uscreen, which is like an online uh, platform where you can, you know, uh, upload videos there and you can send people there to, you know, to pay a monthly fee or uh, a la carte for episodes of yours that they would download or training content or whatever it is. But, um, but really awesome service there too. And with that one, uh, you know, I got the opportunity there to just hang out um, in person with the C CEO of you screen and also just to get to know, you know, them and you know some of the people behind the scenes at you screen And, you know, it's a really cool group of people over there. Um, but you know, in all of those situations, though, I was paid up front. In your case, since you are doing the work up front, but you're getting paid on the back end with ad revenue, the con of this, in my opinion, is that if the biggest con, I should say, is that if the videos don't do well, then the efforts that you're putting into uploading content to their channel are not gonna be justified. Even though their subscriber count might be bigger, if the view counts are not making it worth it for you in terms of the ad revenue, then especially since you're splitting it, right? Because ad revenue is pretty low anyway in terms of the amount that you get per monetized view. So you have that and then you're splitting that again with that content creator. So if videos don't do really, really well, then your efforts and the the time and energy and wear and tear and your gear and all that stuff that you're putting into that project, it's just not gonna be justified. It's not gonna be worth it. In addition to that, you also have that they can delete that content at any time, which will impact your income if those videos are doing well. They can delete it um, or you know, just completely delete the channel. Let's say they do something wrong and the whole channel gets taken down, then any income that you would be counting on from that or that you would be getting on a regular basis, um, that is now been evaporated. Um, So when it comes to the decision on if to do it or not, of course, that comes down to you, where it is is that you're at in your life, where it is that you are at in terms of your goals and what you're trying to accomplish and how well that channel and that project fits into what it is that you're doing, but I do have some tips for you. Anytime that you are doing something like this, um, if you're putting up content in somebody else's channel and there is an agreement, um, a verbal agreement, where it's like, hey, you know, we're gonna give you a percentage of the ad revenue or a split of the ad revenue, something like that, make sure that you get a contract. And make sure that you get a contract that clearly states the terms of the ad revenue split Um, When you're doing that, you also wanna make sure that you include in that contract that the videos will remain on the channel indefinitely instead of them having the opportunity or the ability to take those down. You would also, since you are controlling the descriptions and what links go in the descriptions and all that, um, you would also want to have as part of that contract that you are the only person that is allowed to modify those descriptions since that's part of the opportunity that they are presenting to you. Um, In addition to that, on the tip side, Here's, here's the main things that I would think about. I would think about if the amount of time that you're gonna be putting in over there is worth it. Like if they're getting a lot of views, then it might be. But if the content on their channel doesn't get tons of views, then it's probably not gonna be worth it. Like long-term, that exposure, eh, I, I, I'm not a fan of necessarily working for exposure unless it's something that's crystal clear what that exposure is gonna do for me. But just showing up on another channel that exposure it wouldn't be enough to motivate me to make content for another YouTube channel. And that's just because there's as we all know, you know, there's a lot of, you know, time and effort that goes into making video content just recording and thinking, Hey, what am I going to record? How am I going to put it together? You know, getting your script together and all that, you know, all these things take time. And with every minute that you're spending making content for them, that's content that you're not making for your other channel, or that's just time that you're not spending playing games or hanging out with your family or hanging out with your friends or your girlfriend or just sitting there doing nothing or whatever it is that you prefer to do. Right? Like, uh, you know, when you are taking that time out of your day to day experience, to put it towards something like that, in my opinion, thinking, okay, what's the long-term payoff of this, or what am I getting in the immediate, um, in terms of, you know, is this helping position me in a certain way or something like that? Then it makes a little bit more sense. But if if you are just making the content, hoping that the videos do well and hoping that you'll get that exposure, in my opinion, it's not it's not necessarily worth it. So when you are presented with opportunities, unplanned opportunities on YouTube. Just some things to think about when You're starting your YouTube channel. Like if you watch any of my content, one of the things that that you always hear me say, especially in live streams is, you know, when a question comes in, how does this align with the goals that you have for the channel? And in a lot of cases, uh, especially with people that I've worked with in the past, in a lot of cases, people will be uploading videos to YouTube, but they don't even know why. Like they're just uploading content because they love making videos, but they don't have a bigger picture thing that they're trying to do or a bigger picture reason that they're uploading content or just a bigger picture goal that they're trying to accomplish with their YouTube channel. So because of that, when things like this pop up, it can be a real struggle. Like, hey, what do I do? For example, you know, like a speaking engagement. If you were offered a speaking engagement, how would that fit into the goals of your channel? Because if it would fit and it would help accelerate things, not necessarily your view and subscriber count, but maybe the positioning in your industry, then in that case, it makes sense. But if you're like, you know what, I'm not trying to be that in my industry, then it wouldn't make any sense whatsoever, unless you could sell from the stage, of course, and you had something to sell, then it wouldn't make any sense to, you know, to, to, to do a presentation somewhere unless you're just being altruistic and you are, you know, doing it for the sake of, you know, just helping others or something like that. Then in that case, of course, you know, that's going to trump everything else. But, um, you know, when you are... Doing these types of things, you get any type of opportunity like this that jumps out. Um, if it's something where you have to, you know, invest time and you know, camera wear and tear and all that stuff, then just thinking to yourself, like, you know, does this align with what it is that I'm ultimately trying to do with my YouTube channel and knowing what it is that you're trying to do, your <laughs> what it is that you're trying to do with your YouTube channel so that you do have something to gauge it against um, is really important in situations like this when it comes to knowing the right collaborations to do, knowing the right things to put effort into. Because as your YouTube channel grows, more opportunities are going to come. And with each opportunity, depending on exactly what that opportunity is, there's going to be a time investment that's going to be required. And with the more opportunities that you take up, the more time is going to get taken away from your day-to-day experience. So... Because of that, you wanna make sure that you're spending that time that's taken away from your day-to-day experience on things that are gonna help you lead you to whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish with your YouTube channel and that you're not just doing them for the sake of doing them. I would really appreciate if you have just a second to hop on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And if you could leave a review, um, if you could, you could leave a written review, that would be fantastic. But whatever star rating you think that this show deserves. And of course, um, if you could just leave a written review, I would super appreciate it because that kind of helps people that are not familiar with the podcast know if they should listen to it or not. So it would be super appreciated if you would do that. And besides that, I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.